0: And welcome to the Homeschooling for Moms podcast. I'm Mary Berghammer, and I homeschooled all four of my children from preschool through high school graduation. You can do it too. Welcome to another episode of the Homeschooling for Moms podcast, k through sixth edition. Today I'm going to do my second scripture study for the podcast and this time I'm going to talk on the topic of teaching our children. So have you ever wondered what the Bible actually has to say about educating our children? And I'm speaking of the academics side of things like reading, writing, and arithmetic. So while the Bible says few things about academics, it says a lot more about parents training their children. So let's dig in and see what God says about both of these things. So first of all, if you've been in church for any length of time, or you're in your Bible regularly, you're probably familiar with the verse in Proverbs that says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. But what is the way? What does the way encompass? So for that, let's go back to the Old Testament maybe another passage that you're familiar with, but one that really shows what God's interest is concerning the things parents teach their children or the way that they're training them. And it's going to be in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 6 through 9. And these words, which I command thee this day, shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up and thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the posts of thy house, and on like gates. So this is really eye-opening. And now I know this was specifically written to the Israelites, right, in the Old Testament. And um, the passage previously was talking about the 10 commandments, God given the Israelites his commandments um, and commanding them to do these things. But it still applies and is significant in showing us that God puts emphasis on his word being familiar to our children and even more familiar than anything else. So you'll notice the first part of this passage says, and these words, which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. So the first part that we as parents need to understand is that God says we need to have his word in our hearts, right, and does that just mean memorizing his word? You know, I think that's definitely part of it, but how about reading it and really knowing it and knowing what it says so that we're able to live it out and be an example to our children, right? And really, really anyone else in our life, right? You know, there's a quote that someone once said, preach the gospel at all times, if necessary, use words. So that just means, you know, our lives, our actions show God's love and show his word to others. So you can't possibly know how to do this if you're not in God's word, if you don't have it in your heart. There's many ways you could do that. um, But if you don't, you know, if you don't know God's word, you can't do the next part, right? So make sure that you're in God's word, not just on Sunday at church, have some time of your own in your own devotions. So you really know it. And so you can have it in your heart so you can do the next part. And that would be teach them diligently unto thy children. So what does diligently mean? So I looked it up on the King James Bible dictionary.com and it says diligently means with steady application and care with industry, not carelessly, not negligently. So if I put this in my own words, I would say teach them diligently means to do it on purpose and with purpose all the time. Be mindful of it always. It is something that should be at the forefront of your mind as a parent, right? Before math, before history, before science, teach them God's word. So the academics are not the most important thing you should be teaching your children. Does that mean that they are not important at all? Absolutely not. So, so how important are the academics? Well, if a person's going to be able to read God's word eventually on their own, right? Then they need to know how to read. So I would think it's pretty important. The Bible also puts an importance on work, right? And most jobs, careers. They require some degree of learning, some degree of academics, reading, writing, arithmetic, not to mention many other subjects, depending on what the actual job would be. So let's go over some some more verses concerning work. Ephesians 4.28 says, Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. So there we go. Work, to provide for yourself. So you don't have to steal, right? And then also, so you have some even to give to others. Second Thessalonians three ten says, for even when we were with you, this we commanded you that if any would not work, neither should he eat. So there is an importance placed on work. Ecclesiastes 9.10 says, Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave whither thou goest. And then um, just one example we see in Acts 18.3. The Bible tells us that Paul and some others in the Bible were tent makers. So of course they would need to have some kind of skill and education to be able to, you know, be in that, pr- that uh, profession. So children need to have an education, right? To be able to live and provide for themselves and their families, and maybe to even help others along the way. So education is important. You know, we can even um, go to Proverbs 31 and look at the virtuous woman, right? Who manufactured items herself. She made them herself. I say manufactured, but you understand. She made them. She sold them. She went and Bought real estate, she worked with her hands, right? So she would have needed to have some kind of knowledge or education as well, right? To, to even um, engage in those kinds of activities. So I also want to add in here, as kind of an aside, that God never gives us an age range in this. He doesn't say, you know, when your children turn eight, when they turn 10, whatever it might be. He just says to teach them diligently unto thy children. So that's any age. So we said first that you have to have God's word in your heart right? As parents, we have to have it in our hearts. Then we can teach them diligently to our children. Next, God tells us how often or when we should do this. So the passage goes on to say, and thou shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house. So you talk about his word when you're at home. When thou walkest by the way. How about when you're not home, right? When you're doing anything else, going somewhere else. When thou liest down. How about in the evening when they're going to bed? When thou risest up in the morning when you're getting up. So then not only at these times, but he also mentions having them on the doorposts and on the like gates. So you're not just going to talk about them, but you're going to have them written somewhere, right? And I guess today we would actually have a Bible, right? Where all God's word is. It sounds like a lot, right? But my whole point is here to remember, I mean, my whole point here, remember, isn't to tell you that you have to be that exact way. But I wanted to show you the importance of teaching our children God's word above anything else. So I want to give you another example of some children in the Bible who were highly educated. In Daniel chapter one, verse four, says children in whom was no blemish, but well-favored and skillful in all wisdom and cunning in knowledge and understanding science, and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. So this just shows us the education of some of the children, the Hebrew children, um, when Nebuchadnezzar captured them. He wanted the educated, smart children who could learn the Chaldean language. And this shows us that an ungodly king and his people, they put an emphasis on being educated, but the children of Israel, they weren't not only academically educated and we know that if you know the story but they were trained to know god's word and to live by it and we know that because the hebrew children refused to eat the king's meat that was offered to idols so they were educated very well but they knew god's word and his laws and they heeded them above all else we also know um you know reading the new testament the bible tells us that timothy knew the scriptures from his youth from all these verses i think we can conclude that like many things there's not a direct command for homeschooling, right? It's not even in the Bible, but did any parents back then homeschool their children? And I'm sure there were some educated parents who might've done this. And I think I've mentioned enough scripture for you to understand where the emphasis should be when training our children. And so I'll just sum it up by saying that God does clearly place an emphasis on parents training their children to know his word. Um, While the Bible doesn't directly command us to homeschool, it does command us to train them up and teach them his word. So, When you're homeschooling your children, you do have control over that area, right? You can give the importance to God's word over other subjects and train your children to be obedient to God's word and uh, by being faithful and working hard and doing their best work when they are actually doing their schoolwork. It's building their character. You're, they're honoring God in that way. So I hope this has been a little bit helpful to you. I hope I've given you some clarity here. I don't believe God commands us to homeschool our children or to be the one responsible for their academic learning, but we as parents are responsible for who we allow to disciple them. God does command us to have his word in our hearts and to teach them diligently to our children. Um, And then just one more thing before I go um, that I thought was an interesting fact. um, And, you know, I also love history, so it's just one of those things that was really interesting to me. Did you know that one of the first schools in the United States was established because there were parents who couldn't read well enough to teach their own children? A law was created to allow for schools to be set up in towns with a certain number of children. And the main purpose of establishing these schools back then was so that children could learn to read their Bible so that they could not be led astray by the devil. The law itself was called the Old Deluder Satan Law, and it was established in Massachusetts in 1647. And this is just a little line from from that law. It said, it being one chief project of that old deluder Satan to keep men from the knowledge of the scriptures. And then it goes on to say, and that learning may not be buried in the graves of our forefathers. So they set up schools in the new world simply to make sure the future generation could read God's word and not be led astray by sin. Thank you for listening to the Homeschooling for Moms podcast, K-6 through edition. If you have been helped or encouraged in any way, would you mind leaving me a five-star review and let me know what topics have been most helpful to you? You could also let me know if you have any questions or if there is a topic you would like me to dig into in a future episode. I read through every single review myself and would love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. See you in the next episode.